0: Hello, my dear friend, and welcome to another episode of Spiritually Engineered. I'm your host, Alvin Zepeda, a spiritual seeker and the voice behind this exploration into the realms of all things spiritual. Whether you're new to the show or a returning listener, thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in. So please, make yourself comfortable, relax, and let's dive in. So the topic for today's episode is my own best friend. And what this primarily has to do with is my relationship with myself. And I think that it's, in my opinion, it's something that's not considered often or thought about um, in terms of in the general whole as a society and things like that. And for myself being Again, the spiritual secret that I am, I've come to understand the value of even simply acknowledging the, the fact that I have a relationship with myself. You know, this is something that I'm coming to realize, like it's a, it's a lifetime opportunity to work on my relationship with myself. You know, to me, there are gonna be areas like I know where I feel pretty secure in myself and I feel pretty comfortable. Um, but there are other areas such as particular situations or particular people that come into my life that show me that there's an area within myself that I need to work on. I always try to pay attention to anything that stimulates me no matter what. But I know for me, it's oftentimes I can get kind of caught up in what stimulates me, whether it's a thought that comes up or something that someone says or Whatever. I have to kind of, I need to catch myself when things like that happen. And so my relationship with myself is such an important one because that in itself will determine in many ways um, my quality of life. And that includes how I see myself as well. And so and I feel like and more than my experience, I know that my relationship with myself trickles into all my other relationships. You know, it's, in a way, it's, it's foundational. And so, for me, after having done the work now for several years in this way, in the way that I am currently doing it now, as far as my spiritual practices are concerned... I recognize that there is a need. There's an importance to have balance, like everything else, when it comes to, when it when it comes to living life. You know, sometimes i uh, at least for me, I know I can get into, caught into the trap of balance. At least when I, you know, if you're asking me this more than five years ago, six years, seven years ago, I'll be like, oh yeah, balance, balance, yeah, sure. And then, and in some sense, I knew. In other sense it's like it can come off as a cliche, but really, it just. It, I find, and I'm sure you, the uh, the listener, probably may find moments where it's like, oh shoot, it, balance is truly important. Even though sometimes it could come off as a cliche. I mean, like I said, I know I'm guilty of it. It can come off if I'm not careful. So, but it's one of those root fundamentals and just understanding how life is like here uh, on this beautiful planet. And so, for me, why bring bring this up? You know, as it relates to my relationship with myself, is that it goes back to just me being very introspective. I like to really evaluate things and kind of take a, st- a step back and look at things and just to, and, and check in with myself. You know, I set some time throughout my day, well, first thing in the morning, and then right before, maybe an hour or two before my bedtime, I'll set some time to journal and just sit with myself for a moment. Let that be s- sacred time for me and myself. And so, for me, I know I, have, I can run into obstacles when I, I get too much in trying to work on this area of this relationship myself. I can get so caught up in myself. And and as a result, then it's like I'm almost like stuck in my own world. I can get so in my own echo chamber and that <laughs> that's not healthy. Thus, people, and one of, one of many reasons why they're important and valuable, at least to me how I see it. Because they can help me strike that balance so that, for one thing, it reminds me, like, hey, I'm not alone. I'm not dealing with all this stuff that I'm dealing with. You know, there'll be some people sharing their stories. I'm like, oh, wow, I actually resonate what you shared. Oh, and that personal, you know, challenge you have. Okay, I get that too. And it's like, ah, okay. Then that kind of lifts me up um, and then puts me in that nice balance. Because, again, getting too much into myself, into my own head especially with an understanding that I'm sensitive and I pick up things and thoughts all the time, it can get very easy for me to get very heavy. And not the best place that I would rather be to live my life. No one, I don't think, deserves that or has to, needs to. You know, it's like, I remember someone, it was shared to me that suffering is optional. It's not required. However, there are growing pains. I think the key thing for that, for me, for what I took away from that is just discerning, okay, how much of it is growing pain and at what point it starts to become suffering. <laughs> but let me go ahead and take a, uh come back to when I was talking about people, uh, because in my relationships with people, I kind of see this beautiful dynamic where how they both, my relationship with myself affects my relationship with people. And I can use both relationships to kind of help each other in a way, and that's why I'm seeing the uh, appreciating the value of my relationships with other people in my life, because I know it's it's, it's helped me elevate my energy, and helped me get me out of this place or in a rut or in a mental space that's not the best or the healthiest. And something that's been coming up recently was, so one of the things that I do. Um, as far as how I kind of connect with myself, uh, what, what matters a lot to me is movement, physical movement. Um, and one of the ways that I help connect with myself is through dance, um, dancing, or just or some kind of, you know, or exercise, or right, you know, this is one of the reasons why riding my bike has been so crucial for me, it means so much to me. And it's more than just physical health benefits, but it's mental, emotional, spiritual. So there's this thing called contact improv, and it's a form of dance, but you're using a point of contact. And usually it's, it's, it's a partner style, but it can also be a group of people kind of dancing together, utilizing different points of context, and you're not limited to just what you can use. Like You can, you can pretty much be standing or even I've seen people on the floor and rolling over each other and doing all this stuff. Uh, to in this beautiful free form type of dance, I every uh, well at least this is my second time that I've been. There's a there's a contact jam as they you know they'll call it for like you know contact improv little workshop they will call it a jam, in the community. Uh, there's one that happens every Sunday from two to five, and and I just discovered this through another friend of mine who told me about it, and I decided to check it out. Because at that point, again, like I've, I've had some familiarity and experience with contact. And so far, it's been very fruitful for me as far as that process and what I've been learning. One of the things that, the big takeaways from it, was really checking to see where I tense up unconsciously without even realizing it. And where I need to learn to just like, relax myself. It's almost like undoing a habit. I have this tendency to want to tense myself up as if to preserve or to protect or something. right? And so I had one of my partners, he was you know, giving me feedback about this you know, just, uh, and giving me a sense of feeling of just connecting with him. You know? and, we, and he was sharing with me about using like, my hip area, my center of gravity, to relate and just kind of get a sense of feeling. Sensing the other person and then also making sure I'm grounded in myself. And, you know, I found that by relaxing myself and knowing, sensing when I'm being tensed and relaxing it, I am more responsive to my partner as a result. And so I now was beginning to pick up when he was, when we would move around, we'll walk together with that point of contact. And I could sense when you want to move in, when you want to, you know, um, because part of contact, what. What can happen too is you can share some weight. Some people can, you know, lean on you, but that requires some trust and that communication. And, and mind you, all the while this is happening like nonverbal, <laughs> no talking. So you're just kind of sensing in that way. It's a beautiful communication practice. Uh, and so I, I was just tuning in and just okay, feeling that, I'm feeling that that progress of okay, I I, I sense what you're talking about. And really the, the importance of just allowing myself to just open up. And so that was like one thing that really stood out to me that I've been kind of sitting with. And another thing that I was sitting with um, was the, the importance of maintaining my sense of self. I shared in a previous episode about spiritual sensitivity and that all of us, doesn't matter who you are, we're all empathic, we all pick up energy, we all are sensitive. Not sensitive in the sense of emotions per se, but we all have an awareness of what's going on, picking up the energy in the environment and other people. And so, when bringing it back to contact improv, so when I'm dancing with somebody, I'm experiencing their energy, we're having this exchange. And, and it's this, this, this back and forth that's happening. And, you know, for me, I've been setting some intentions where when I dance with somebody uh, for a certain period of time, once we've finished, whether it's I initiate the, the point of, okay, I'm ready, I'm finished, I'm done, or if the other person does, then I take a moment to just come back to myself. And that's so crucial, like I said, because there's so much stuff we can pick up from other people unconsciously. And again, and then, then the process that can affect our overall quality of life, especially when you're looking at, you know, growing up as children. We're like sponges. We picked up a lot of stuff from parents, families, friends, whoever it was, we spent a lot of time with during our early years. And so, although we're not as impressionable as we were then, now, but we still are, you know, You know, I know I still am affected by the environment of the people. And it's not something that needs to be resisted at all. It's part of the process. I think the key is rather than trying to resist or be like, oh, I don't want to feel this thing. It's just to, just again, allow myself to relax and just feel free. It's just to allow myself, just give myself permission. And so coming back to, again, this, the maintaining the sense of self, so whenever I would finish dancing with somebody uh, in a contact dance, I always take a moment to kind of feel my own energy. I'd, I'd put my hands facing t- uh, towards each other a couple inches apart, and I will just kind of sense my own e- my own energy again, because I, f- I feel like it's very important to do that, especially after whether, if, let's say, if I'm talking to somebody on the phone or I had an in-person or, um, interaction, so that I... I don't lose touch of myself. I want to maintain that connection because when I can do that, I know I can be of super service to, to other people I can, and, and, and give of myself to myself as well too. You know, something I, I recognize and learn that it's always important that, you know, when I give of myself to other people, to never leave myself out. One of the reasons why is because it makes the difference between being of service or being a servant. Being a servant, I'm leaving myself out. Being of service, I'm giving to you as I give to myself. I'm giving to to myself as I give to you. In this beautiful dynamic process, Something that I've tried a technique, because uh, I've been, I try to practice a lot of different techniques. Some that I've learned in my involvement with the college, uh, Wayshowers College. And, and just little practices I kind of come up with. I try to be creative. Um, uh, it's just, uh, and actually it was something that I observed from a prior contact class. Where I observed a woman was, was dancing, but in the mirror. So she was kind of doing a mirroring thing which was pretty interesting. And so for me, one of the things that I, I do as a form of cultivating that healthy relationship with myself is I'll take a moment to look at myself in the mirror, whether I'm in the bathroom or I know there's some large mirrors at, at the gym in my apartment building where I'm at. And I just take a moment to just look at myself and not as a form of to, to be judgmental or just just to look at myself and just allow my, just to see what comes up. And it's one of those opportunities where I can practice being gentle with myself. I mean, being gentle is so crucial because I know for me, because I'm very spiritually oriented and very big on learning and growing. I can get a sense of where I know I could be, but because I'm not there at that moment, I can get pretty upset at myself. And that comes back to habits and tendencies and concepts and stuff that I picked up from friends' families, etc., growing up. It's funny how that can just little things like that can trickle and just contribute to little things like this that are into habits and, 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 and tendencies that are affecting me now. Like, I wouldn't put it past you that there are people that spend lifetimes trying to undo a habit or a tendency that was taught in their first seven years. You know, that's how crazy it can be sometimes when trying to navigate and, and grow spiritually. And, you know, when I'm whether I'm working out in the mirror, sometimes what I'll do is I'll talk to myself. I'll point and I'll say, hey, you, like, you're a great human being. You're awesome. Good job for doing this. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for taking the time for doing this. You know, I always, I, you know, that's one of the things, one of the roles I try to be in my relationship with myself is to be a coach, to help build myself up. Because if I can do that for myself, I can definitely do that for other people. Or if I find myself being able to do it for other people, but not necessarily for myself, you know, being like a, you know, that life coach or someone to help build someone else. Here's the thing. If I if I can give of myself to another person, and really help them out. I know I can do that for myself. Simply because of the fact that I can't give to other people what I don't have. So when I can give, when I can be loving and affectionate and to other people, all I have to do is just include myself. That's it. Again, I cannot give what I don't have. And I'm learning also in a lot of process and kind of working through and navigating a lot of thoughts that can be very critical, that can be just very debilitating at times. Navigating sensitivity and picking up all this stuff and it's like trying to figure out, okay, what's this and that? And is that I really, <laughs> part of the, the growth process sometimes boils down to just like releasing stuff that's not working. Like I'm recognizing I know I have some habits that I need to undo. Just like how the habits I mentioned, like when I'm partner dancing with somebody and what my good friend was telling me about, you know, that I would tense up like uh, instinctively or as an impulse, I would say. You know, like that example, how I can do it physically, okay, spiritually, okay, how, how does that show up for myself, you know, like, what, what's going on, and again, this is where, and then this is the, the part where I mentioned the gentleness uh, part, because sometimes there's these moments where it just, like, it doesn't make sense, I feel like I'm in the dark, and, and that itself can, I, get, I feel frustrated with that, like, I don't know what to freaking do, man, like, it's just, ah, I feel like there's a blind spot, I, I don't know what's going on, But that isn't to say it's no justification to give up either. You know, something I've always uh, tried to practice is resilience. Is that if I get knocked down, I'll come back stronger. Life doesn't have to happen to us, it can happen for us. And what I mean by that is from the perspective of my life, for me, and for you, the listener, your life. and not feeling like a victim of circumstances because as I'm discovering and what's been shared with me is that we all have personal power. And so, and coming back to, again, that relationship with myself, being my own best friend. I think One of the ways that I know that I'm doing good in that area is happiness. It's interesting because happiness is often seen as some kind of destination, or they want to, is somewhere to go. Like, it's almost like it's seen as an end of itself. But what I'm coming to understand about happiness is that it's it's a barometer. Like when I feel, when I feel truly good, and I mean truly good, like I just feel it like so good that I can enjoy the simple things in life, that to me right there is indicative of having success right there. You know, people, and again, uh, Talking about success, people say, you know, when it comes to success, they always, people tend to quit. And again, I, 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 I'm no different. I, just, I would see this way and I try to navigate for myself any concepts I have about success, that it has to be about making a lot of money, having you know, a, a partner, getting married and stuff like that. And, 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 and X, Y, and Z, you name it, right? It's almost like attributed to the outer oftentimes. But really, true success, in my opinion, comes from how I feel within myself. Again, my relationship with myself. My sense of personal fulfillment. My ability to just kind of chill and be here, crack some jokes and enjoy my own company and just feel good about that. You know, because sometimes I'll just say like, man, I have too much fun with myself. <laughs> but it's like, well, so what? I'd rather have that than, than feel like I, don't, I can't sit with myself because that'd be an awful position to be in because <laughs> the reality is I'm going to be with myself for all eternity because big picture, we're all spirit. You can't relegate any of us. You can't relegate yourself. I can't relegate myself to just the physical body because we're all more deeper than that. You know, as they say, we are made in the image of God who's eternal. And Because of that relationship, and because we're energy, we are eternal. You know, it's like they say, energy cannot be created or destroyed. So in that sense, yeah, we're eternal. It's just we just change form when we pass on. But anyway, let me not get too far off course of that. But um, that's just some of the big things that, as far as my relationship with myself, it's important to to think about, acknowledge, and to cultivate some practices and working with my other relationships to help me in my personal relationship. Because I know, again, that's where, kind of where I'm at, like working with other people, sharing with other people so I don't get too caught up in my own head and listen to their story. And it's amazing how when, when that happens, when I allow that to happen, I'll hear something that they'll share something and they'll, they'll, I'll hear something that stimulates me. Most often, they're not in a positive way. And it gives me a sense of comfort sense of solace, peace, hope. And so this is something that, you know, I want you to think about my friend. You know, if you don't think about it enough or if you like that's whatever, I mean I I implore you, I challenge you, you know, to just to just spend, spend some time. You know, even like with social media technology and stuff like that, like I know for me, there are moments when, you know, like some, one of the things that I'll do to, uh, and I think it's something that everybody else ought to do as a practice, just to get it started, right? Like, because I, I journal and do stuff like that, but other ways that I try to connect with myself is just to, uh, one of the things I do is going out for a walk. And, I'll, and and, sometimes though, what I'll do is when I'm doing that, like I'll go for a walk after i worked out at the gym and now just kind of do a loop around the neighborhood. But today, particularly, I decided to just not listen to music. Although music plays a special role in my life and it has its place, but there are moments when I really need to focus and just be with myself and practice that gentleness and just being there, being that support system, being my best friend. You know, I decided to just not listen to any music, cut off distractions, cut off, you know, there are times when, when but right before I kind of meditate and journal, um, just evaluate my day. I'll I'll take a moment to just sit there by myself and just sit in that silence. Just sit there. And not get stimulated and not watch, not have the TV on or not have the computer on, because all that stuff that's energy and that can be very stressful and very stimulating. I know it is for me. And so for me, I know if I want and <laughs> me and being my own best friend, I know I have to cut off uh, some technology so that I can come back to my sense of self because I've, come, I've, I've experienced countless times when I've come back to my, that place from within me, who I am, the spirit, connected to God. I found a sense I have experienced on various occasions, fulfillment, joy, gratitude, and at peace. And if it's any and, and, and that's something that I, I, I would wish for anybody, for anybody I meet to have inner peace. You know, being my own best friend, I radiate that inner peace. And then that affects those around me. And that can be like a ripple effect. And so uh, I'll leave it there. Uh, we'll stop it there for today's episode. And before I close it off, again, I just want to say thank you for, if you've re- listened up to this point, thank you again for listening. I hope you got something out of my sharing. And, and so before I finally close it, I'll go ahead and just read a, a joke here because, as I mentioned before, part of this journey you know, of growing spiritually, it's always essential to always keep it light. Never hurts to have a laugh. Or even, as I mentioned about the, you know how I use a mirror to kind of work with myself. It's like just to laugh at myself. <laughs> Not take myself too serious. <laughs> it's alright, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. No need to worry. So, uh, I'll close it with this. I've got one, one joke for you, and then we'll leave it there. <clears throat> Why is Peter Pan always flying because he never lands (laughs) all right well that's it for today's episode of Spiritually engineered again i'm your host alvin cepeta thank you for listening in uh, for tuning in and i hope you have a great monday a great start to your week and until next time take care